We bring you none of the hot take BS. We bring you bets. We bring you sports. I don't care about bragging rights. It just introduces more volatility into the equation. I don't care about victory laps. Stop it. Please stop it. <laughs> Throw the football into the floor. The BetQL Network presents your favorite handicapper's favorite handicapper, Ken Barkley. If I have an opinion, I'm just going to go put money on that <laughs> thing happening. And your host, Nick Costos. Every single play of every single game impacts you in some way, shape, or form. It's You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM. Hour number three, Tremendous Football Thursday. Nick Costos, Ken Barkley, and you here on the BetQL Network. On with our friends at Stadium for the next 60 minutes, and a great 60 minutes it's going to be. Rod Gilmore, ESPN college football analyst, will join us in just a moment, breaking down the latest college football playoff rankings. Uh, We'll do a little Heisman Trophy. Games coming up this weekend, including FIU and Arkansas. Rod will be on the call of that game this weekend. Rod will join us in just a moment. 20 minutes from now, we'll go from Rod Gilmore to Joey Kaddish, which is always really great when we have someone like Rod coming on, and then Joey Kaddish comes on afterwards. Kaddish will give us his college football and NFL bets coming up for the weekend. We'll get back to NFL awards at the end of the hour. Um, If someone's going to catch Dan Campbell to win coach of the year, who's it going to be? And then we'll talk comeback player of the year as well, where DeMar Hamlin remains the favorite in the betting market at our show sponsor, BetMGM. Power Hour Final Hour features all our bets for tonight, including side total and props for the Bengals and the Ravens on Thursday Night Football. And we'll get all the bets for this weekend in the NFL from our friend Evan Silva from Establers at the Run. But joining us right now to kick off hour number three, the fun and frivolity here on You Better You Bet, is our good friend Rod Gilmore, who does an awesome job covering college football as a game analyst for ESPN. He is on Twitter at Rod Gilmore, making his You Better You Bet debut. Rod, welcome to the show. Nick Costos and Ken Barkley, thank you very much for coming on and what I know is a very busy time of year for you. How's it going? Hey, fellas. Thanks for having me on. How you guys doing? We're, we're good, Rod. We got the latest playoff rankings on Tuesday. And I, I know, obviously, you covered college football for a long time. I don't think we think this is, like, going to be the final rankings. Obviously, a lot's going to kind of change. But maybe the top six, those are kind of the four of the, the four playoff teams are going to come from that top six. So for people who didn't see the rankings, Georgia one, Michigan two, Ohio State three, Florida State four, the two Pac-12 teams, Washington and Oregon five and six. This can just be your best guess, but I'm always interested to get other people's opinions, obviously. When we get to the end of the year, Alabama's in the mix too, right? Texas right after them, it's worth noting. When we get to the end of the year, just what's what's your most likely 14 playoff? How do you think this thing's going to finish up? Well, you know, we, we do this every year, don't we? You know, we, we, we get the two or three weeks away, and uh, we, we don't account for the chaos that, that might happen. Um, if, if you ask me who the, the top four teams are who's playing the best, that's probably different than what's ranked right there. Um, I really believe that, that a healthy Georgia team is the best team in the country. Um, I, I really, truly believe that. I think Michigan has, has kind of shown lately why we were all so high on them early in the season. I think uh, a number two ranking is deserving for them. And then I think beyond that, it's all about, you know, chaos. You mentioned Alabama. I think this is Nick Saban's best coaching job, you know, uh, what he's done with getting his defense together and getting Jalen Milrow to, you know, kind of mature into a kind of a championship playing quarterback. Um, I think it's his best coaching job. And if by chance Alabama uh, wins out and beats Georgia in the SEC championship game, Alabama's in. And then the question becomes, do you leave out a one-loss, two-time defending champ? Do you take them over, let's say, a conference champ like Oregon or Washington or so? So there's room for chaos out there. I think once you get beyond 
uh, you know, Georgia is the top team in Michigan. You know, it's kind of a it's kind of a roll of the dice. I mean, if you want to pick between Oregon and Washington winning out in the Pac-12, you know, good good luck with that. You know, is Florida State going to finish undefeated? I, I'm not so sure they will, but they're sitting in the top four right now. So I I, I think once you get beyond the the first two, uh, we're, we're probably going to have a little chaos the last couple of weeks. And uh, I think most people are like hashtag team chaos in college football. And I think we're going to get a lot of it coming up. And that really has got to excite you as a fan and, and us, obviously, as betters. Uh, Rod, I want to follow up just on Michigan here because the news broke uh, basically like right when we came onto the air today that Jim Harbaugh is going to accept the three-game suspension. And, look, we don't have to get into, like, the details. Like, obviously, like, they, they want to play this out and try and win a national championship here. The Big Ten wants Michigan, I'm sure, to win a national championship to get a national title for the conference. So Harbaugh is not going to coach the final two games of the regular season, a couple weeks against Ohio State, coming up now against Maryland. Does that kind of like change the way you view Michigan in these next two games coming up? About three touchdown favorite against Maryland. The look ahead has Michigan about a six-point favorite against Ohio State. Like, do you ding Michigan at all, not having Jim Harbaugh on the sideline for either of those games? Like, how do you view Michigan coming up here without their head coach on the sideline? I'm surprised that he accepted the suspension of the Ohio State game. Uh, that tells me that the evidence was probably pretty strong and that they felt the fight wasn't worth it at the end of the day. Um, but I, I think this is a really, really good Michigan team. You know, and if we can, you know, ignore the noise off the field and just focus on how that team plays and what it looks like, um, I, I think they should be favored against the Michigan team. I'm just a little surprised that Harbaugh, you know, having known Jim for decades and how he feels about that game, I'm surprised that he would agree to step aside from being on the sideline for that game. That that part of it surprises me. So, um, you know, I, I think this is a really, really good Michigan team. We'll have to see if Ohio State, uh, for a change, can, can show that they can change the tide and that they are, they're physical enough to stand up to a Michigan team that ran the ball 32 straight times in the second half against a really good Penn State defense. That, that was a pretty significant statement. Rod, I'm curious. You mentioned your your relationship with Jim Harbaugh. Say you've known him for a long time, and, and obviously, like you've been around the sport for a long time. There's been a lot of talk since this suspension came out, and since he chose to accept it, the rumors have already really started about, you know, is he is he going to leave Michigan and take an NFL job? I know the NFL kind of tried to say like, hey, like we, we're not sure if that's allowed if he's facing NCAA's. Just curious, as someone who's like really plugged in in the sport, do you, do you think Harbaugh would maybe really consider that? Maybe if they win a national title, he's not Michigan's coach next year. You know, if, if anyone says that they know Jim and what he's going to do, they're probably not telling the truth. Maybe maybe his brother does, maybe his dad. I've known Jim since he was in high school. Um, I, I played for his dad back in the day at Stanford, um, so I've known the family for a long time. Um, but, uh, you know, I, he, he is different than most guys, and he doesn't uh, show his cards. Um, so I, I, I wouldn't bet uh, right now whether he – takes this as a personal offense and would be heading to the NFL. I, I don't know that that would be the case. So I think with him, you have to let things uh, play out. Um, I, I think Michigan has established and built a program, you know, with, with, with him at the helm uh, that they've got, you know, the, the talent and the culture for the next couple of years to be, to be in the hunt. Uh, I think that that's where they are right now. We'll see, you know, if something changes, if he feels like he can't operate, in this sport anymore, but keep in mind, the sport is changing drastically. I, I would not be surprised if this, this rule about no advanced in-person scouting, I wouldn't be surprised if that got changed. You know, we have it in high school football. We have it in the NFL. Um, why it would continue to exist 
in college football. I, I'm not sure uh, if coaches are really that worried about, you know, signals. You know, we could go the NFL route and put, you know, um, transmitters in the, in the helmets of the quarterbacks and the middle linebacker as they do in the NFL. Uh, there's money for that at the FBS level. So I'm, I'm not sure where this is going to wind up, but we are seeing massive changes in college football, uh, you know, these days. Absolutely loving this interview right now with Rod Gilmore, our college football analyst for our friends at ESPN. Rod will be on the call this weekend of FIU in Arkansas on Twitter at Rod Gilmore. Rod, we'll get to some of the games coming up this weekend in a second, but want to make sure we get your take on Heisman Trophy. And you mentioned, like, you know, who's going to win the Pac-12 with Oregon and Washington. Those are the two favorites at the top of the betting market right now at our show sponsor, BetMGM. Bo Nix is the favorite, followed by Michael Penix Jr., Jaden Daniels, uh, the third choice in the market, and then Marvin Harrison, obviously, from Ohio State, the fourth choice. And then those are, like, the four guys at, at the very top. As it stands right now, Rod, if you had to pick someone, and, like, it doesn't have to be, like, a betting question, right? Just like, hey, like, who do you think Hunt is most likely to win the Heisman Trophy like who do you got and why well I am a Heisman voter and the Heisman Trust is very adamant about uh, keeping your votes secret until after having voted uh, and and the votes have been made public Um, so it would be a real no-no for me to say here are my one two or three guys (laughs) but I will have to ask though right I will say this (laughs) yeah I will say this I I I think that you know that the list is the right list you know, I think the way Michael Penix Jr. has played this season has just been phenomenal. Uh, Bo Nix has, man, you know, if you saw Bo Nix at Auburn and, you know, <laughs> then tracked him at Oregon, you're saying this is just not the same guy. I mean, he's been unbelievable for two years now. Um, and then Marvin, Harris, Marvin Harrison Jr. at Ohio State has been overlooked, but I think he may be, you know, the best football player uh, in the country. Had Brock Bowers not gotten hurt, I think he would be on that list. You know, uh, and then certainly Jaden Daniels is playing at an elite level. So I, I, I think that's sort of the right list, but I leave room for a guy who just really blows up the next two or three weeks. Um, I think there's room for player X, um, whether that comes, you know, down the stretch out of, you know, out of Michigan, you know, in their games with Ohio State in the Big Ten championship game. We, we may see a player X get into the mix there, but I think I think the net has been cast around the right guys at this point. Yeah, a very, a very diplomatic, but a very informative answer. I'm trying to kind of you know, very walk well the done. line there, obviously, as a as a Heisman voter. That's a tough spot to be in, and we have to ask the question. Rod gave us a good answer. Uh, Rod, why don't we talk about just a few games coming up this weekend? You mentioned something. I know you're calling an SEC team this weekend. You've covered a few SEC games already this year. You said when you thought Georgia, if you think they're full strength, and obviously Brock Bauer's coming back from injury, they're the, they're the best team in the country. They, they don't have a lot of test games on their schedule for us to kind of figure out if they are the best team in the country. This is kind of going to be all it is until they play play Alabama in the SEC championship game. They're at Tennessee this week. Still a big favorite, a 10.5 point favorite in the betting market. Total 58.5. You said you thought Georgia was the best team. You think you get a best team performance from them? Maybe they win by a couple touchdowns on Saturday? I think so. When they've been tested, challenged, questioned, uh, they've shown up and really turned it on. You, you think about what they did to Kentucky and what they did to the Mississippi Rebels. Um, you know, when, when you question them and they're a little bit healthy, uh, there's something else. And I think now they're more than just a little bit healthy. So I would have a hard time picking against them. Uh, at the beginning of the season, uh, if you asked me that question, you know, Georgia or the field, I would have said the field. Uh, but since they are getting healthy, I, I think it's really hard to pick against them. I think they are incredibly fast, athletic on defense, 
uh, and they found their swagger on the defensive side, and I think they found their you know their stride on offense now. So I I I would be hard pressed to pick against them, and I think the game against Alabama in the SEC championship game is is going to be great. You know we'll see if if uh, if Jalen Milrow can can get loose and run for a couple scores and throw the deep ball uh, against them because what he does that is different from other quarterbacks is really really affect you with his deep ball. And it just really stresses the offense because you can't let the ball go over your head. And then that opens up everything underneath and allows him to run. And, you know, then they get it going. So I think that's going to be a tremendous championship game. Rob, let's close with this. We have a couple minutes to go. And, like, obviously I'm not asking you to, like, to give a bet on, like, the game that you're calling here. But just, like, as you kind of, like, think about the game with Arkansas and FIU. Arkansas more than a four-touchdown favor, 29.5 the number at BetMGM. The total in the game is 49.5. Like, when you conceptualize the game, do you see, like, FIU keeping this game close? Like, kind of, like, how, how, do, how do you see this game playing out, FIU and Arkansas, the game that you'll be calling this weekend? I'm really curious to see Arkansas in person uh, tomorrow practice and talk to the coaches and players uh, because there's no question that they are the far, far, far superior team. You know, they're bigger, stronger in the trenches. There's no question about that. I'm just not sure where Arkansas is mentally, emotionally. You know, that the, the loss last week was really disturbing. You sort of had the sense that they were starting to pull it together. Uh, but now, you know, they're not playing for a bowl game. Um, you know, they're, they're a little bit down about having lost that game so badly last week to Auburn. Um, how are they emotionally? I don't know. But if you're, if you're asking me simply based on what's on tape and the, the, the size differential and the like, they should be a four five touchdown favorite, but will they play like that? You know, FIU is incredibly athletic. They're very fast, you know, uh, with their receivers, uh, they could threaten that way. They're athletic enough on defense. They can blitz. They can get after uh, K.J. Jefferson. Um, So those would would be the things that would give me concern. But straight up, I mean, if they're ready to play, this is an Arkansas team that should win by four touchdowns. But I I just don't know. I, I have a better sense tomorrow when I see them in person. Uh, Rod, if you ever needed an ego boost, by the way, we should like print out and send you a tr- uh, a transcript of like our show chat during this interview, which is basically everyone gushing about like how awesome you are and how great this interview was. So I guess the good news is is like you absolutely smashed it, and thank you very much. The bad news is we'll 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 probably ask you to come on again at some point because because this was because this was really awesome. Thank you very much for the time. We sincerely appreciate it. Want everyone to follow Rod on Twitter at Rod Gilmore. Check him out this weekend on the call of Arkansas and FIU. Safe travels, my friend. Happy Thanksgiving to you and your family and hope we get to do this again sometime down the line and to you and yours thanks for having me on take care guys rod gilmore joining us here on you better you bet yeah, so like where does like where does like rod gilmore rank now among like favorite after like one interview on like our favorite guest list yeah i mean i that was that was outstanding it was really good always good. just the, the heisman voter question just like i know you have to ask i can't tell you but also you yeah, know yeah, like that's course. maybe the right names Maybe the right names, you know, <laughs> which is like, I, I mean, how, how would you answer if there was you and you were listening? How would you answer the question? Exactly. You know, like, like I just and we have to ask. Exactly. It's a, yeah, exactly. It's, it's, a, it's a smart answer. Yeah. And to be fair, like there isn't like no one really knows how this is going to play out. Like he's not even being, you know, uh, dodgy with the answer. Like, no, they're like there are literally four players who can still win. We don't really know which one it's going to be. I, I did like his, you know, player X still with a chance to emerge for the Heisman Trophy. I thought that yeah. was that was very interesting. All right. Well, coming up next, we go from Rod Gilmore to Joey Kanish. Kanish's college football and NFL bets for the weekend, baby.
We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM <laughs> on the BetQL Network.